What did I tell you? So we starting out like this, boys and girls. Um, I don't think any any women listen to our podcast. Are you serious? Men. No, no. According you know to our, our according to our stats, it says that women listen to it unless you're lying. Which, hey, it's 2022. We can't assume. So. You know? Yeah, just because Preston, they report their gender doesn't mean you can assume their gender. Oh, never mind. I thought you sounded like super quiet, but you're good. Never mind. Oh, thank he you. just he just needs to talk louder. He's always quiet. Damn. He be he be he be whispering. I know. I need him to be so close to the mic that I can hear him. Like a a radio yeah. person. Yeah. Like, thank you for what is it? Uh, I can't think of the radio you station. Freak. You know, Tristan, the one that all the black people listen to. No. Oh, oh, Quiet Storm. The (laughs) Quiet Storm. Thank you for joining the Quiet Storm. You know, I see. I knew it. See, I I listen to it. I don't know if they still call it that. I'll have to tune in. It's probably on right now. No, I seriously, it's still called a Quiet Storm. Like they just did a, they did like a special on it. I can't think of his name. Something. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't. I really don't it's, have my computer set up well, but yeah. Anyway, anyways, throughout the day, DL Hughley's on like when I'm driving up from work. Ricky Smiley is in the morning. Pretty funny. Definitely. I've never it. heard of this. It's, really? It's just like normal radio, ninety nine point five, maybe. Wow. Mm, I, I can't think of the Columbus station. Ninety five. Interesting. 5, maybe? Yeah, that means I am white. (laughs) (laughs) Were you surprised? No, not surprised. There are a lot of things I don't know. (laughs) That video, like you're black. Okay, real quick, real, real quick. I have a story. So, it it's in context. This is a bottle of Febreze that I'm holding up to the camera, right? So, this woman that I teach with. She's like a long-term sub and she's talking about how like one of her kids is just off the wall, like nuts. Like this is eighth grade we're talking about, right? Actually seventh, I think. But this kid like eats stuff off the ground. Like (laughs) she said that (laughs) they were walking down the hall, not like together, but like they were just in the hallway at the same time. She spotted a gummy bear on the ground across the hall. And this kid spotted the same gummy bear and she said, don't you dare eat that. And he went up and like ripped it off the ground and said, oh, yum, yum, and like ate it. So apparently today it's gone too far. This kid grabbed the Febreze off of her desk, sprayed it in his mouth and said, I just wanted to see what it tasted like. Bruh. Middle of class, middle of instruction. And she's like, what do I do? Yeah. I've called mom. And the mom says, this is normal behavior. Huh? But this is a safety concern. I don't know. It's so crazy. should you, bl- sure you're, so are you blaming parents? Uh, I mean, I don't think you can blame any one person or thing. Like that kid just needs some help. He's super smart too, which is the problem. Like he needs some he's milk. like, he's like in the gifted class because he's so smart and in, like in math but like he just eats stuff off the ground like he picked up a piece of used gum supposedly and just started <laughs> chewing anyway sorry to gross you out if you're just just tuning in yes to the quiet storm yeah the quiet storm we'll probably get copyright copyright yep. for that oh well there that being said um so okay so his name for the quiet storm um is a is is melvin Lindsay. Mm, that's not what i was thinking of yeah right for the radio format was pioneered in 1976 by melvin Lindsay. he was an intern in washington and started the sub genre identify it it eventually became regarded as identical identical sub range of rb quiet storm was marked up to upscale mature african-american audience during the 1980s wow hmm. melvin hmm. Lindsay. Hmm. it's not what i'm thinking of he's probably maybe the original person but 
and San Francisco area expanded New York uh in the New York Strait area late market Vank Harbor. Are you I'm on Wikipedia. Okay. Nah, I don't fucking know. Anyways, we'll get back to it. Anyway. Anyways, so <clears throat> we uh, we just started <laughs> how is how is anyone else's week going? I feel like Caleb is just <laughs> what? <laughs> how long have we been sick? Uh, I literally just started to get symptoms oh, today. Cass sounds the worst. You can hear in the background. She's always making an appearance, either sneezing, coughing. Uh, so Nora got the flu, then Cass Damn. got the flu. Damn. And then after Nora got it, they were like, Nora's pediatrician was like, if you don't have any symptoms, you need to go get your flu shot like right now. So like you won't get sick or maybe it takes two weeks to be fully effective. But they were like, just fuck it. Try it and see. So I got my flu shot the same day, but here I am. A little <laughs> it wasn't sick. enough. Yeah, I just feel like I just have like a cough, a little achy. Um, but hey, Dayquil. I took Dayquil. I don't want to take Nyquil because I feel like I don't Gotta know. Get knocked out. Yeah, didn't want to fall asleep on the mic. <laughs> I do love Nyquil. Yeah, that codeine, baby. Put that I don't know, codeine. That, like the alcohol, it just kind of, just kind. I don't know. I just, I don't want to drink it. It upsets my stomach, though. It does. Really? How? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't do you, is it the after? If it's like you, do you feel it after you wake up? Because the whole point of Nyquil is for you not to wake up. It's kind of fucked up. It's like, you know what? Let's not deal with your problems and just go the fuck to sleep. That's what your I mean, that's what your stomach does. Like, you know, once you fall asleep, it stops, you know, you never you don't have to take a shit. Do you ever shit while you're sleeping? No, as soon as you wake up, your body says, Let's go into turbo mode and the first poop of the day. It's kinda like if you take an edible. Like if you if you eat an edible overnight, like you won't feel the effects until the morning. Oh yes, exactly. Because yeah, your, like, your stomach stops. That would be terrible. Like you I, just I wouldn't know anything digesting. about it. We wouldn't know anything about it for yeah, the nope. listeners because we no, do not indulge in drugs. Say no to drugs, kids and boys and girls. And they, whoever, you know, <laughs> it's 2022. Uh, so I really, other than, I'm other really than Caleb's, it. yeah, <laughs> after, other than Caleb's story, how is your week going, Tristan? It's Are you good. also sick? No, I'm not sick, but our pharmacy has been like wiped out. Just we've been down to like one pharmacist company wide, just having to make do. Um, technicians mm-hmm. have been sick. Anybody that has kids that's employed has been sick. Like it's just bad. Yikes. Yep. We're I back. Kids. Back better than ever. Them kids, them kids are out there again. Uh, for me, um, obviously, I'm still a dad, guys. I'm still rocking it over here. Did we ask? <laughs> Just kidding. I am. All right, that's it. End the podcast <laughs> now. Um, over. So that actually, I mean, other than other than Twitter being a shit show as of this recording, there's nothing interesting in my life. But I do have two questions. One for Tristan and the other one just for in general. And then we can jump okay. into today's topic. No questions for me. I want to feel special. So, well, it's actually for both. So you said that obviously mm-hmm. like these technicians and like your pharmacy has been down, you know, everywhere. I mean, this is for any workplace. Like everyone's getting sick. Now, mm-hmm. if we go back last year around this time, I feel like le- there was less people sick. And we all know why, because there were still like mask mandates and like a huge push towards like using hand sanitizers <laughs> and whatnot. Do you think mm-hmm. they should bring it back? Like, or as of as a good Samaritan, like bring back, like wear a mask, just just like through the to the workplace. Does that make sense? I think it's very it's it's nice and it's convenient that like if you're feeling sick or if you suspect someone else is sick or you suspect you might be getting sick that you can just throw on a mask and kind of like courteously protect other people and yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like the risk versus benefit or like burden versus benefit is like not there to like sanitize every 30 minutes like we were doing everyone fully masked up and like glass everywhere just for like people not to get the sniffles and like the flu for a couple of days like if the flu was killing people then like yeah like COVID was killing people but like it's flu season so it's like so, it's like a risk versus benefit the hassle is not worth it so is the flu flu kill well, people well, I'm saying, but it's not killing people at the rate COVID was. So I'm saying, like, it's just the flu. Like, it's just let the me, flu. Let me pull up the facts, boy. I have them right here. Flu I mean, we have flu COVID. vaccine. That hasn't changed. Uh, I'm kidding. I don't have the facts. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for this conversation, but I was thinking about it because a couple for where I work at, there's been a couple people that have been sick, um, but you know they thankfully like they work remotely so you know the people Mm. that come into the office don't really see the effects of it but i feel like if we were all back into the office and back to the normal environment from what we're we were used to during the pandemic i feel like there would be more people getting sick because of it so in a way like my thought process is like should like you obviously already answered this but shouldn't we don't you think it would be more beneficial if like if you, if like, for example, like if I hung out with Caleb and he gets sick, like the day afterwards or whatever, he's like, Hey, I just got the flu. You should probably go be cautious. Don't, don't you think we should be reminded of that instead of like, Hey, I got the flu. You might get it. You might not. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? Be reminded of what? Like, I guess like when you got COVID, like when you get COVID, like as soon as like, you're like who you've been in contact with, name mm-hmm. the last six people and. Uh, in whoever your mom kissed last like you know what i'm saying like compared it would be to, nice like, to tell people like hey i got the flu and we were hanging out the other day yeah like maybe i don't know put in a mask just be more empathy. yeah i think you can be more transparent about it i, feel, I like feel like we're not though. like pre maybe not yet i think pre-covid it was a lot worse like people would just ignore being sick altogether um <laughs> <sorry>. oh, <girl>. <laughs> anyways <laughs> uh yeah mask up <laughs> but it's like that's what people in like japan and china maybe like do like you always see yeah. them wearing a mask like they were wearing masks before it was cool exactly you know? i think this exact I think, reason i think for me like i feel like you should you should be courteous and like say like hey you know i think i might be getting sick i'm gonna wear a mask I don't have any symptoms yet, but you know, but we don't do that because of like, you know, because of, I guess maybe the bad, the bad, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the bad connotation. No, the stigma. Yeah. Yeah. The bad stigma Stigma. of it, of like being so political that it's like, if you wear a mask, (laughs) you get what I'm saying? Like if you wear a mask or you get a vaccine, like you're definitely, you're like, oh, you're a, a fucking liberal. But if you don't and you're like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to get everyone sick. Then, you know what I mean? Like that shit. I also think think we're like as a post pandemic and like more millennials are getting our Gen Z work entering the workforce. Like we don't care about like working our lives away. And so like it used to be expected that you would come to work sick. Or I would say people are more likely to be like, "Eh, I'm not feeling it. Even if they're not completely sick, they're like, I'm just going to stay home. (laughs) They don't mind saying that as much as they used to as a society. I guess I'm, I guess it's just surprising to me that it's like, that it's like so many people are like, you know, especially with like babies, uh, as of this recording, like our RSV, is that correct? Is that, the, is that RSV? Yeah. like, it's, it's like the highest rate of, you know, doctors I've ever seen for these mm-hmm. kids. But then like, you wonder, is it because most of these kids that are going into daycare, I technically consider like COVID or pandemic babies because like, they're not used to being outside that much. Or is it because we're just not, we're careless now that we have, you know, quote unquote, more freedom or we don't have those mask mandates. So I was just thinking about that. I don't know, Caleb, I know you were touching base on it, but I don't know what your thoughts on that is. Yeah. um, I don't know. Nora had RSV last year. She had to go to the hospital for it. Mm -hmm. that's probably when we started recording, actually, mm-hmm. a year yeah. ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, Scary. I think, yeah, I know that people I work with, if they like start to feel symptoms, they'll put a mask on. 
it's like difficult in a school setting because then mm-hmm. you have like a hundred eighth graders asking, "Are you wearing a mask? Why are you wearing a mask? Are you but, sick?" Are but you they sick? shouldn't be. They shouldn't be asking that. You know, like. You, I mean, you, there's a lot of things eighth graders shouldn't well, do. I know, but <laughs> I, my thing, kid, like they well, see it, so I like, get like, that. My, my thing is like, you shouldn't be like, if you're wearing a mask, obviously. <laughs> uh, but anyways, if you're if you're wearing a mask, it's obviously to protect you and yourself from spreading more germs, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. You shouldn't like most of the like their question is usually like, if you're sick, then why are you here? And then it's like. When I was a sub, it was like, well, I don't get paid if I don't, <laughs> I don't show up. But now it's like I'm, I don't know, I'm in this weird limbo between like getting hired on. I don't know. But yeah, you're, I'm you're like, like, yeah, like, why am I here? Like, yeah, <laughs> who's gonna cover me? Huh? And that's the other, yeah. and I, and I think that's the other thing that I want to space on really quick is that the fact that like people, you said like, as you said, Tristan already, like people are so used to like, you know working their lives away that they don't care that they're sick but you should you should care like you shouldn't have to worry about like if you're sick like oh damn i'm not gonna get paid because most of them are unpaid sick days like you get what i'm saying like it's like if especially if you're like on an hourly job where it's like you don't you know you get paid 40 hours and then you get sick one day or two days you know however worse it is and now your check is going to be smaller because you got sick like now you're paying the consequences um and i feel like if we learn anything from the this pandemic is that we obviously should be more careful and like care about you know our well-being and like at least be responsible right and Mm -hmm. know that like you know the struggle that happened during the pandemic with everything closed down and you didn't have a job and like no one was getting paid now think of it like if someone get if like if you get someone sick like they could be out for three days and they're not getting paid especially now you know so i was just thinking two, that. two quick things on that one i mean it's real like not getting paid because like one of the texts was saying today like she might come in on saturday or something just to make up some extra hours because she was out for maybe like maybe like three days four days yeah. she just came back today but she was sick other part is um somebody was talking about like generationally like um like older people in older generations that are working their life away and stuff they're used to like dropping everything or bad things happening and then like getting right back to work jumping back in mm-hmm. but like gen z has never seen anything like that we're not used to that because maybe we weren't in the workforce back then or we weren't born back then but like we've seen what it's like to like not work everyone was at home everyone was locked down in the pandemic and we're just like no we don't want to go back to work like look how good everything was like everything was fine we don't want to do this why are we doing this who says um, so I think that's interesting too, just kind of our outlook on things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's definitely my question that I, you know, cause especially like, uh, with me having a kid and like, you know, uh, p- you know, hearing in the news that it's like all these kids getting sick and, uh, you know, Caleb mentioning how Nora had RSV last year and, and, you know, just being, you know, now caring for not only yourself, but also caring for like someone that doesn't have those immune systems built in yet mm-hmm. i feel like you should you should at least be a little bit conscious not for yourself but for not for the other adult but you know think of their kids or elderly people but that's mm-hmm. uh that's the last thing i'll say um i guess i'll i'll save my other question for the intro unless you guys have anything else before we jump into it let's do it let's run it My name is Brian. I'm Caleb. And I'm Tristan. And we're three men in our shower thoughts. Thank you so much for joining us today, tonight, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. That's a good movie. Um, with um, Zach, with no, uh, what's that guy that played? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, he was so young in that movie too. Oh Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I only watch that when it's when there's a huge storm coming in because like makes me feel humble a little bit, you know. Know the fact that like <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse, you know. It's like everyone's complaining that there's like four inches of snow in the road, but it could be worse. <laughs> so it keeps me <laughs> humble. 
it makes me go to work. Um, oh, I have to go to work because I don't get paid if I don't show up. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I think we are just going to talk about a couple things. I know we want to talk about Twitter being down um, as of this recording or Elon taking it to shit. Um, <laughs> me retract, re- backstepping to what I said last episode. Uh, um, the World Cup, Qatar, uh, as of this recording, it's going to happen within a couple weeks. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, just uh, Caleb has a productivity. How do we more productive in your life? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's let's uh, bring the floor into Twitter going down to the dumps. As of this recording, I uh, I mentioned Caleb was already ready to say, I told you. Go ahead and yep. say it. <laughs> I'm just going to say, uh, I told you so. Yeah. Um, I told you. We, we had a conversation and I said, like, I think within the, by the end of the year, like Twitter is going to just completely implode or I'll give it six months into like 2023. Yeah. And it's just going to die. Completely die. Fast track. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um, it's crazy. Cause it's like right now, my, if you go into Twitter, everything that's trending is like rip Twitter. Twitter is down. Is this the last of Twitter? Follow me on my Instagram. If you, you know, Add me on Facebook. People are joking around that they're going to activate their MySpace. Um, other people go see my um, my uh, my Tumblr page. Tumblr. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, it's crazy. Uh, I guess Elon tried to, uh, as as what it says from reports is that he he like shut that like lock people out of the twitter building or something like that i don't I yeah he shut, shut down a bunch of the corporate offices because i think he's afraid of whoever recently quit in this batch like like he's scared of sabotage basically yeah he's scared of that person because they knew so much about the company that they would retaliate somehow so yeah the security yeah. that's uh that's insane because it's like and then i guess during that whole whole thing that was going on a whole bunch of people quit so and a lot of people that decided to stay are saying that the servers could get go, go down at any minute as of this recording and um so when we're recording this it is november 17th of 2022 just as a mental note of what happens next um yeah what do you guys think i know i know caleb already said told you so bitch but uh pretty much it feels good too it's good. Yeah, he's it's embarrassing. Like, like how how arrogant do you, can you be? First of all, to think you can just buy this thing, change all these rules, and make all these things happening, but then like contradict yourself because it's like, oh, everyone should be. You know, we we talked about the little check mark thing last time. Yeah. So dumb stuff like that that backfired. It's just he just embarrassing himself. He's a fool. He did tweet though. It was kind of like he was humbling himself. He's like, how do you make a small fortune? You have a large fortune and you buy a social media company. <laughs> he's losing so much money. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, like he's still going to be fine. You yeah. Know? I mean, I just, read a, I just read a tweet that said like he fired the person that was like the, the badge manager. Mm-hmm. And he Elon like personally called him and was like, hey, we all locked ourselves out of the building. Can you come back and let us in? Like, <laughs> like it's so dysfunctional. This thing is like it's dying in front of us. It's crazy to watch. It's crazy. Has he never owned a company? Like, why is Twitter as a thing like so That's different from space, or if he space only X. ever had big shares of things and never actually ran anything? I mean, like he run, he ran Tesla. I mean, he's still running SpaceX and he's doing great. I mean, SpaceX is doing good for what it's meant to do i mean you have reusable rockets that they're still working on i mean most of the tests have been successful um some of the space pods that um you know not that he's the one that's making them but the engineers behind it um have successfully like taken people to the space station um in terms of tesla you've obviously seen where tesla's at uh with their cars and stuff 
have them been have they still been delays in Tesla products? Yes. But I think it's the fact that like sometimes and like he is able to he's he's a good he's like this is the only reason I like him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know I, I the reason mm-hmm. I like him is because he's he's a great bullshitter. Like he's able to like talk his way out of things and he's like Trump. We said this. But as Dave Chappelle said on his SNL skit, he's a, a what is it? A truthful liar. Like he will like lie to you by telling you the truth. Right? You expect like that that he is like no, you know because it's like it's true. Like I feel like you know in a way like if you look at like how Elon was coming up in terms of like Tesla, like Tesla is still not profitable at this point, but behind tesla there's so much hype and i feel like he was trying to do that with twitter because it's like there's already hype on twitter um and he felt like he can continue going with that route the same thing with like spacex like spacex also the same like the first couple tries that they did was horrible but because they were an indirect competition to nasa right for multimillionaire people that would want to go to space they knew they can't rely on nasa to continue making these strips especially when it's funded by the government right because it's like anything that goes through the government has you know there's a lot of red tape for lack of a better term um and a lot of millionaires don't want to do that they just want to go you know skip the government and go through that so that's why a lot of people invested in in us uh uh there's his space program what's it called i just said it shoot i just lost my spacex spacex yes um and uh so yeah i mean he even said it himself there's like a youtube video or a couple where he's like yeah honestly like i didn't think we were gonna make it this far if if this last his last attempt before he ran out of money from the investors and everything was his successful one if he would have failed that like we wouldn't have spacex because he said it himself like there was no No, money we're gonna be broke and thankfully like we were able to succeed and people started pouring money into this um this company the same thing with like tesla like he bought tesla himself it was he didn't create it it was created by two other guys he saw the potential in it he knew that the electrical the electric car was the next best thing he knew that it was going to take a lot of work and a lot of like a good way to sell it and i mean he said it himself too he slept in the tesla factory and try to get everything to work be automated um and uh so so what was different with twitter I, i'm I wondering think, like, was he yeah. just not welcome i just he guess he just wasn't welcome he messed up yeah. the thing that was good no one wanted him there because he it's like he has the ability to keep a company running yeah exactly i think it, I, I, at first you know if what i said in the last episode and why i'm retracting what i said was the fact that like as i said before is like he knew that there was all ar- there's already hype in twitter right like that's where mm-hmm. anyone you know, that's where all the memes get posted. That's where like anything that's trending is there. Like Facebook is more like a more, I don't know, like no one posts on their story. Like when Facebook originally started, like what's your status, right? Like, hi, I'm taking a shit right now. Like <laughs> no one does that anymore. Like that's, that's what Twitter is meant for. And right. it's mostly, it's mostly for me, especially for me, it's like uh, news memes, and just to follow you know celebrities but that's pretty much it um and i think that's why he bought it i think because he's like okay there's so many people here i can make it profitable by selling the eight you know having the check mark the eight dollars right i'm gonna make money there and then on top of that like the revenue that we get from the ads and the people you know whatever because all the big company names are on twitter like adidas nike I mean, they're any, everywhere. any sort of any sort of like uh if if any company messes up their every news site goes with this is what they posted on twitter saying hey we're sorry about this like you see that they're like oh they just tweeted this like you never see like this is their facebook status it's always twitter they don't they don't show instagram either so i feel like that was elon's mentality and the fact that like oh every major company's already in here I feel like if we start charging $8 and we have, we can show these big markets or big business people that we're making money, they can continue pouring more money into this company and therefore like he can be able to make more millions. I think that was the route that he was going for. I could be wrong so, if anyone else has anything else to say. I know I just ran too. 
No, it's okay. Let me ask y'all this too. Like, I think I think that's certainly an aspect. Another aspect. Do you think he would have had so much interest in Twitter if Trump hadn't have been a thing? If Trump hadn't have been so like inflammatory on there and hadn't been kicked off because that was initially part of his little thing too. So, do you think if not for Trump that you know Elon, if it wasn't for Trump, do you think Twitter wouldn't? Elon wouldn't bought Twitter. So, me personally, I don't think so. I think he knew what he was doing all along. Like he 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 be like before Trump like was a got in trouble like. He used to like Elon used to post like memes, literally just memes, random memes, um, just, you know, in general to the point where like he would get in trouble by other people because he would do other people's memes. He even did a meme review with PewDiePie because like PewDiePie used to do a segment called meme review where he just went mm-hmm. over memes and they, everyone joked around that he should have Elon do the next meme review and he did it. Um, on YouTube. Um, and I think, I think at the, at the end of the day, like he knew what he was doing. I don't think Trump or anything like that had anything to do with it. Me personally, Caleb, do you have anything else to say? I know, like I said, I've been talking so much. I think that Elon, we, I talked about this like last podcast, but (laughs) Tesla, he's saving the world with electric cars. SpaceX, he's saving the world by taking us all to space or to Mars. Uh, Twitter, he's saving the world by being the champion of free speech. He is a narcissist, he's egotistical, and he thinks that it's his job to save the world. And he's fucking it up. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, I think that's the reason he did it is because he's like, an egotistical narcissist that mm-hmm. said that he wanted to buy free speech. He spent $44 billion on a social media platform. Like he, he could have spent it somewhere. He's else. insane. He's insane. He could have spent <laughs> 6 billion and ended world hunger. But the thing he- is like, no one gave him the proposal. Like he was buried. Like that's the fuck like the proposal. <laughs> fuck where, is his money, where is his money gonna go I, to? I agree with Caleb. Well, okay, like, like you could go save some kids, not post like, fucking you, memes and fire people. Like, well, okay, my thing is like, yes, we have. Let's say like he was able to give at least one million dollars away. I know you're that a one boot million liquor. No, <laughs> damn, he called me a boot liquor. Damn. Kind of. <laughs> Wait, He's defending a billionaire. Look, like, yeah, I don't know no, how else no, to spin this. Look, I'm going to spin it this way. He's just trying to be different. No, yeah, I can't be a sheep like everyone else. You got to be a wolf. Mm-hmm. Now look, okay. um, <laughs> literally being a sheep, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is I, what he wants. I, this I, is what Elon wants. Yeah, this is what he, he wants. All his uh, his simps going out to support him. He's gonna personally suck you off. Yeah, I just want a free Tesla. This. Honestly, I just want my free Tesla, man. Um, okay, so I think I said this to Caleb, maybe on a separate. I think maybe after the podcast from that we recorded before this one, but. The two things that I want to say is that he didn't have to buy Twitter. He was he pulled out. No kidding. Unlike unlike me, you know. Now I have a kid. You know. Um, wow, that was, that was but, good. But he was he was like he was doing that. He he was like I'm not buying this shit anymore. Like it's too problematic. Like he knew that he wasn't gonna make money. But the Twitter board at the time, that even the CEO, I forget his name. Um, they were they were gonna sue him. They they sued him. They said you better buy this shit now because if, if you don't buy it, then we're gonna sue you for more money. Like Twitter, like I was telling Caleb, I was like, the people that are end up ended up winning regardless of whatever happened was the all the board members. Like even if even if he didn't if they he didn't end up buying Twitter, they would have still made money regardless because he wouldn't get sued. So. He either ha- bought he either bought it and had this social media platform that he can control, or he didn't buy it and still get sued. So it's either would you rather get sued and lose all you know because he was gonna lose. He knew he was gonna lose and have nothing and make these people millions of dollars, or buy this company, uh, kick them out and get a fraction of what they were gonna get. 
So at the end of the day, it was a Twitter board that decided to fuck everyone over. Not again, not to come into Elon's defense, but that's what I think. At the end of the day, it's like the top people always are winning, and the people that are actually like, you know, the people that are actually using the app or running the app or you know using it end up being fucked at the end of the day, which always happens regardless of the way you see it. That's that's capitalism for you. But my other thing. All right. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead, no. Tristan. And I'll say my No, I was going to say we should keep moving so this isn't like the same podcast as last time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing I will say is that my thing is like with the ending war hunger, like mm-hmm. I feel like they should have given him a proposal to where that money was going. Like I feel like if this multi-million dollar or billion dollar person was like, hey, I'm going to end world hunger. I felt like instead of some random tweet or whatever from who or whoever the people that try to reach out to him this should have been like presidents like reaching out to him like or someone of higher government wise like saying like yes here's like how you can end it in our country or something right especially if like you're you're getting money but in a like for example like our school system i i was watching the news and there was like a a thing about like these football players going into um, the playoffs or something like that, like their state champion or, or state championship or whatever, but their field that they play on has not been remodeled in almost 20, 30 years since this high, uh, high school was built. And that's where like football player, like where football is played, soccer is played, marching band plays, like um, uh, track and stuff is, is done. Like this field has already been worn out and they continue playing like that. Um, and so instead of, instead of, uh, the, the Tennessee Titans donated, I think, $1 million or I forget how much they donated. This is in Tennessee um, mm. to to these uh, to the government, per se, um, because they couldn't just strictly donate it to one school. Right. So because it has to be even all the all the all the other schools had to get a portion of it. Anyone that needed remodeled. And that's the issue with a lot of the schools that are not taken care of so well it's like you have famous famous people or people that you know are able to donate back to that school but the school district or however the school board is run they don't let you do that unless you donate evenly to the rest of the schools right so i feel like in again not to come to elon's defense but if you would have said let's end world hunger how are you gonna you can't say well we're gonna do it only for the one country in Africa or one country in Europe. You get what I'm saying? Like they should have. I mean, if he, if he even would have thought about it, like that's time better spent than sticking around on Twitter. Yeah. But he (laughs) wasn't, I guess, but he wasn't the one that brought it up there. It was like some random government politician that brought it up, I think. And it's like, I'll get you the proposal. You have that kind of money. Like, you don't have to I'm just, buy I'm just, a social media app. I, I, I understand. I'm just saying, like, the the proposal of ending world hunger wasn't, like, set in stone. Like, government should have came to him then. Tell him to figure it out. I mean, <laughs> like, it's literally oh a tweet, though. Like, those discussions would have happened after the fact. It's not like they're going to have, like, a world diplomacy globally shifting conversation on t- in a series of tweets. It, it, it would have well, been an office. somewhere. we never would have known. Well, that's what I'm saying. Think, like, they, they should have, like, to pursue it. Yeah, but but the governments don't want that either. Like, let's be let's I know, be realistic. They, prof- they profit yeah. off of poverty somehow. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, think about it. You can't so. you can't have people questioning if the government if you are poor. So, but that's that's that. Well, uh, that's my 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 thoughts. My <laughs> final thoughts on Twitter. Okay, Justin or Caleb. Uh, just to clarify for the the Tennessee Titans thing, I just looked it up. And there's 15 high schools in Nashville, right? They, That's oh, Nashville. Never mind. Yeah. Um, the Titans are donating 15 million. 15 million. 1 sorry. million for each of the high schools. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think oh, nice. maybe they changed it. Um, but yeah. And, and, and like the government wasn't going to like the Tennessee government itself wasn't planning on remodeling these these schools they even said we're gonna match it you should have already <laughs> done that from the beginning like you get mm. what i'm saying like yeah like 
that's that's like that's what I'm trying to get at. Like it's insane that like someone has to put out like you know like these million like companies have to put out the money for in order for like millions yeah billions it just annoys me sorry what is the next thing that we want to talk about speaking of sports sports now to trusting with sports didn't i don't have the espn uh i thought you were gonna be like speaking of sports there was a bomb dropped in poland (laughs) and we might be going into world war three yeah i I was gonna halftime baby this is uh it's crazy so yeah, as of again, I've said this is as of this recording, this could be our last recording. Who knows? We might be shipped off oh fighting in World War Three. Um, I mean, any any podcast we do could be, could be our, our last. last. <gasps> I want to talk about that. We'll get back to that later. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you're not paying attention to the news, um, there was a Russian rocket that hit Poland, and Poland's like allegedly. Oh no! Is it yeah. Russian? No. I don't know. Could it have been? The Ukrainian said it's not Ukrainian. Exactly. It's not Ukrainian? That's what that's what the president of Ukrainian said, that it wasn't, it's not Ukrainian. It's actually Russian. But Mm. the would say that. Yeah. (laughs) The the, uh, NATO people are saying no, it was Ukrainian, and it's okay because it's like Poland is a part of NATO. Like, you know, so it's like you're trying to calm down people, but I don't know. I think it's just getting too insane. Like, I think, I think this should be something that we should not be involved in because it's just like, I, I don't know. I have no, no comments because it's just it's another rabbit hole that we can go into. But yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think we're gonna go into World War Three? Are we gonna use nuclear bombs? I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't see how. That would solve anything. I can't see. I can't rationalize like the idea of using a nuclear weapon. Like even from like a world leader standpoint, like why would they need to nuke? And what would they nuke? And like what would that? Because I feel like even wars aren't just about like killing people. I mean, they ultimately are like about about that. But like I was thinking, like even if places like they would strike, like it would strike strategic places. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they wouldn't strike like New York City just because just the mass casualty. I, I just yeah. think that's like a war crime. So. But it know. wouldn't be considered a war crime if there's no one around to. <laughs> one left. <laughs> yeah. There's no one left. Where's I mean, the war crime? Yeah. I think I think it's like oh, I think you're right. I think it wouldn't we wouldn't resort to nuclear weapons because you you know, every war is fought over, which literally this is what it is this proxy war is being fought over, is the fact that he just wants land. Like he just wants a border between NATO countries and you can't and you can't bomb something like you can't nuke something and then be able to use it within the next couple months you know what I'm saying because it's like the radiation from all these bombs takes 10 to 20 years to up to 50 60 years for it to you finally you can't even go to Chernobyl Chernobyl without um, you know you like you still have some sort of radiation going into your body and just as of right now, like plants and like nature has gone back, but it's like, how long has it taken for it to even be like people are saying like a hundred more years for it to like, and I don't think Russia is planning on doing that to a, to a country that they're trying to absorb per se. So I don't know. Is it getting a little tense? Yes. Because you know, that means, what does it mean for they the must people? Be camping? Yeah. They must be camping. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like what? I feel like for us it's um like for the co- no. <laughs> oh I get it <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, uh, <laughs> for the common folk I feel like it would just fuck us over it's a bad thing of, yeah <laughs> for inflations inflation and like raw goods to be harder to come by because it's like Russia believe it or not is like we rely on like Europe relies on them so much and like Europe you know we rely so much on Europe and like it's by verse vice versa like everyone relies on each other that like we can't survive without them like technically the US could be autonomous but we just don't want to pay our workers so you know the the greedy capitalistic people don't want to pay 
the minimum wage of like $15 or $20 to make a shirt when they could pay, you know, five to $4 in China and can be made, you know, and they make $20 profit. So just think about that. Shirts for anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Well, let's just go naked. Honestly, let's just go back to our yeah, olden ways. Nudist society. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Tristan, they'll take off your shirt. Wow, he got an eight pack. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Oh, on camera, I'm not getting it for free. Ew. Um, Somebody yeah. record the video too. Yeah, uh, that's all <laughs> I have scary. to say about World War Three. Um, talking about still Europe slash, you know, that part of the country. Um. World, uh, World War Three World Cup is coming up soon. A lot of, you know, a lot of spicy details, S- spicy, spicy uh, stuff. And by spicy, of- we mean by like human rights violations. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys heard that, about if that. that's spicy. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but it's like the slavery. Yeah. Um, I I'm think- not watching it. <laughs> I know it's OK. Here's my stance on it. Like. You can't do anything now. Like it's 2022. Like everything is already set in stone. Like you should. Like people should have been like. You more, cannot watch it. More, more, more vocal during the time that this was happening. Like they didn't. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't change or approve the minimum wage or in Qatar for them to have a minimum wage until last year because they got pressured in 2018. And this has been in construction since 2010. Like the fact that they were chosen back in 2010 is like insane. If I'm not wrong, Qatar was chosen in 2010. I could be it, wrong. It, it was a while ago. I was really surprised. I think like, Obama was still the president. Or yeah. was it Clinton? No, uh, actually, it was it was I, Obama it was, because there was a clip of Clinton in the video. I, I just remember him being like, oh, um, I'm ready." I I don't I don't know, but it's like it's obviously been it's obviously been two World Cups since this has happened, and it's like you should have already been working on this from the first world cup that happened before they got selected because there's other countries that can do it. Like it's not, it's not a matter of, you know, where to do it. Like it's a matter of like, you know, how, how much do you want to pressure these people or, you know, the, um, you know, for them to stop it. But at this point, like it's literally right, right around the corner. You can't prevent. It's like the Olympics, like, the people that have worked so hard for four years to be in this huge tournament for them to be like, say like, Hey, you know, these four years that you worked on. Yeah. Sorry. You're just gonna, you're going to miss it. You get what I'm saying? Like I, in the, in terms of an athletic perspective, like I feel like it's fucked up for you to like, like for you to try to ban something that someone has worked for, for so long. Like, and if you're like, you know, what if you're like in your mid twenties, you're 24, the next time you go to the world cup or the, or an Olympic or anything like that is in four years, you'll be 28. Like you're not going to be as healthy or athletic or in that peak performance till then. Like, it's just crazy to think about. I don't know. That's, that's my stance on it in terms also, of like, okay. it's just a sport. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Like, I know like, it's probably meaningful to the players, but like, that's their job. That's their livelihood. That's all they know. I well, guess, I, I yeah. watching the video, I had to like constantly remind myself that like me as a like somebody from the United States, I won't understand fully the gravity of this story, mm-hmm. just because it's so much bigger, literally everywhere else. Exactly. Like, like this is the, this sport is watched everywhere when this happens. Like I forget what the actual stats are when the in 2018 when the final happened that was like half of the world population was watching the well i think they said like 13 percent yeah or 13 sorry 13 percent yeah i i i don't i don't know like i said i don't know the stats but to think like that massive compared to like a normal like the like the super bowl is not compared yeah. to anything like that know. Um, it was like a billion people like one yeah of these for sure like but it's like anyone that has a tv like I don't know, soccer or soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, is so big. But to Caleb's to Caleb's point, um, you know, the 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 stuff that happened with the workers, I mean, I saw, I mean, there's obviously reports of people like um not returning, dying on, you know, as they're building these uh 
these stadiums um you know not, not getting, getting paid minimum uh uh pay threatening uh the employers threatening to revoke their visas and for them not to be able to leave the country and go to wherever they're going like it is super messed up um for that portion like i think it's like i, I don't know like it's a uh, it's so hard to like take a one point like a one type stance because like, i can see it from two like the two sides of the coins like like in terms of like humanitarian like like this this is like you shouldn't do it but at the same time like like who gives you the right to tell someone that's worked their whole like four years of their life to not do it i guess per se like if that's all have- they work like if that's all they've been no right it's like telling a doctor like hey you can't you can't operate on this person because like he believes and he has specific religious views like you have to like you know what i'm saying like did you talk about the beer ban oh no i have not no so i have a brief just like a news thing like it was this was like i finished watching the video and then i got on instagram and saw this news story and it was like published 14 minutes ago so literally like the same time anyway so it says qatar demands um stadium beer ban qatar is calling for a beer ban on all world cup stadiums just three days before the tournament starts in 2022 fifa world cup which kicks off on sunday will draw more than 1.2 million spectators to the oil rich muslim country they typically only allow alcohol sales in certain hotels mm-hmm. this is for the cup qatar said booze will be available in hotels fan zones and parts of the stadiums on thursday however which is today um uh, they said they must not sell alcohol at all um, and now are fearing backlash from some of the residents. And then it says Budweiser paid $75 million to be a top FIFA sponsor and not being able to sell beer may breach their agreement. Yeah. I wow. think that's something yeah, they just that's, announced. Yeah, that and also like the fact that like also if you're a woman, like you have to respect the mm. like mm-hmm. that, um, whatnot. But what else did they said? Um, there's other things that Qatar has been imposing. I think at this point, it's not banning the banning the World Cup would be beneficial, but you could also just not have spectators. Like, kind of like during COVID, like you can still play play the games, and you know, and people won't be affected by it, right? Because it's like it's gonna no be one's... weird for the players, though. Yeah, I mean, but they've. But they've already played huge tournaments without people. Like, oh, I, yeah. if you're gonna like, if you're gonna go in in the Olympics, like that's what they did in the Olympics. Like, mm-hmm. you can at least do that. Like, I feel like that would be the better compromise instead of like canceling everything and like is like okay, you're not gonna get it. Like, this country's not gonna get as much revenue because of tourism. All these sponsors might leave, or whatever. But now mm-hmm. you're just playing solely for the sport. Which is what it's supposed to be for, like just for the sport, not for the sponsor right. deals or anything like that. So I think that would be the compromise in terms of um, the, you know, the World Cup. Like, I think that would be the best solution. Um, but there's a quote from a player that is the France or the captain of France uh, for this upcoming World Cup that he said that, you know, what he thinks on these backlashes from Qatar. And his name is Ugo uh, Joris. Um, but he said, there's uh, too much pressure on the players. If you have to apply pressure, first of all, uh, first of all, ha- you should have done it 10 years ago. Uh, now <laughs> it's too late. For, uh, for, for players, this opportunity happens every four years. To, or it could be their last as well. Uh, to focus, the focus has to be on the field. Uh, the rest of the politician, the rest is for the politician. We are athletes. The same thing with like, he also said how I would hope that when they come to my country, I would hope they respect the customs and values that we uphold in this country. I uh, So pretty much he's saying that if you're going to go visit that country, like you should try to respect what they are following. So I get that. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think of that? Caleb, what do you think? You haven't said anything. In that mm. last two uh, two quotes from this, the France, uh, the French player. 
Yeah. Or what I do you? What would be the best solution? Or do you think? Best solution for what exactly? Like just the World Cup. The I don't know. Yeah, just yeah, just in general. I guess like your take. I think like. I don't know for the players like they've probably worked their whole lives for this. It's complicated. They either do it, they don't do it. <laughs> okay. I have no real answer. I, I don't know. I'm just so like, like Tristan said about like not knowing how much it matters. Like I'm so detached from it. Cause like, I don't care about soccer like the rest of the world does, you know? But it doesn't, I guess, like, think about it. Don't think about it as soccer. Think more, I guess, like, the most relatable would be, like, Olympics, per se. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, well, or, like, only- the corruption, right? Is that, like, I mean, even that kind of gives me apathy. It's like, oh, a person bought out this huge mm-hmm. company thing. So it's like, what else is mm-hmm. new? <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, like, there are just so many things I don't like about it. Like, the fact that, it's all this money that people are going to make that the people on the bottom who built the stadium aren't going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the nationalism of each com- country coming in and then it like furthers nationalistic tendencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like, I probably won't watch it. I'll go without like for me, it doesn't, matter like it would for somebody else but i don't know there's just a lot i don't like about it so okay what do you what do you think on the quotes that that french player said in terms of like do you think they should have been working at this a while back or do you think they should have like what they're doing now is beneficial i guess um i get what do you mean by that do you mean like like, should they have fixed like the yeah like a while back like should should the public try to pressure these you know, politicians slash, um, you know, heads of FIFA to try to get Qatar to, you know, either not do the World Cup and move it to a different country that was prepared, like the mm-hmm. U.S. Because the U.S. was next in line. If it wasn't Qatar, it was going to be the U.S. Like, this World Cup could have been held here in the U.S. Um, do you think they should have done better? Like, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, like. Yeah, or do you, think you can be able to stop it now. Like you not watching it now, and like people not showing up now is gonna prevent the millions of people dying. I guess if that makes sense. Like, is that, are you doing justice to that? I mean, I think you like what you permit, you promote. So like, if you like watch the World Cup, then in a way you're promoting the injustice of how it came together. So like, yeah, I think your vote in this sense as a consumer is to not watch it. But that's not going to prevent the people from. Well, what like, else is like, like I'm obviously like, like, yeah, I, what like, I'm trying to say is like, what's in our control is like, if we watch or we don't watch as like lay people in the U S right. Yeah. So like do what you can don't watch it (laughs) i mean like and if you're a player like yeah yeah like like you've worked for this this or whatever and like i don't know i think like you can still take a stand as a player you're not just an athlete you're representing a whole country of people and like if you play in the game then you're promoting some of the injustice that happened is my stance on it. Okay. Then the other thing that I would, well, I guess last one, and then I'll bounce it to Tristan and then we can move on um, from this World Cup. Uh, What do you think of the last quote where it's like, I feel like I expect them to follow my customs and, you know, um, in the way, like my traditions, when they come to my country, I expect to do the same when I go to there. Like, do you think he had a point by saying that? Like, because Tristan just said, like, you can't drink, like, there's certain places that you, or you won't be able to drink alcohol, right? Because, like, it's against, uh, you know, the law in Qatar, right? Is that? Mm, 
I think like, like you should be respectful like, okay. of the people in the culture. But I think as the host, you should also be accepting of other people's cultures and embrace those as well because it's a world cup. It's not like a like everyone is coming together in the same spot mm -hmm. for the same thing. So yeah, I think there's probably balance. There's somewhere in there where like you can respect some things, but in the stadium itself, like, like, I don't know, they should be able to do what they want in a way. Like, yeah. yeah the reason why I say that is because they're also like, they're obviously being gay is like a, like the biggest crime punishable there. And it's like, you know, if you're going to go to support your team, like, you know, you could potentially be thrown into jail just for being gay. Um, mm -hmm. But I think about it and like you just said it yourself, like you shouldn't go then if you fear, if like you fear this happening to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but that's the another same thing too. Like, why is it even, why did FIFA even consider like having it in Qatar because when that's the case? Because that's, that's where the rabbit hole comes in. Like, the short story is pretty much Qatar was able to influence all these, um, all these, uh, uh, conference, uh, conferences. Uh, so we have like mm -hmm. North America conference, South America conference, Europe. Asia, Africa, and uh, like and Australia, Australia Oceania. yeah, Australia, New Zealand, yeah. So you have those, and it's like so many representatives represent that. And Qatar was able to like influence these people or buy them out, and mm -hmm. they were able to get most votes for Qatar mm -hmm. because Qatar is an oil-rich country. So you know what I'm saying? There is like a mm -hmm. um, quid pro quid pro quo. quo? Is that the word? So I'm money over yeah. human rights. So. That's pretty much it. So not that's surprised, all I'm sorry. But disappointed. They right. didn't, it was like those twenty something members that come together and vote where it's gonna be held. Yeah. Qatar paid off a lot of them and then they voted for Qatar, even though it should have been the United States. Yeah. So it's so, like yeah. but that happened like ten years ago. So I'm with Caleb. Well, I'm kinda of with both of y'all. It's like it should have and and the French president, it should have they should have fixed it back then. There maybe should be some type of repercussions like it came out till later because like stuff emails got leaked and they figured out that these transactions happened or people could just like mm -hmm. deny it but maybe they should have some policy that's like because it seems like the president wasn't even the president of those like 22 members wasn't even like yeah the the president was like FIFA outraged or, by it yeah yeah but, but even he like anything how well he 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 was uh bought out until he got kicked out like he got i think he he got the president yeah like at the time like yeah he's no longer the president i think he he got charged for fraudulent and stuff like that for being bought mm. out for stuff and like money laundering. Um, so he got kicked out, but, but Justin, it's like fake outrage. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, he probably pissed because like at this point, like he has nothing to lose. He's no longer the president of FIFA. He, that's probably yeah. how he really meant it. He didn't actually get anything in return, but that's it. Uh, Tristan, do you have mm. any final thoughts before we jump uh, to Caleb's thing? Yeah. Two things. I agree with Caleb in that, like, we do have the the reason like that people like Budweiser and stuff, everyone puts money into this is because there's like consumers because there's so many people with their eyes on it. And, you know, if they put an advertisement, that's exposure, whatever. So if we stop watching, people stop playing. Those are like the two aspects, consumers and like supplying a product of like the mm -hmm. game and stuff. So if you take those out, the players stop playing or they speak out or we stop watching. And, like, yeah, I think that ultimately would have an impact. Um, but I think it is more so of them having like an internal type of thing because like i said 10 years down the road this is not going to do much and it is unfair to just kind of withdraw it after they've done all that stuff in the country of qatar it's yeah i think like for me that's my thing is like it's all like all these people have already like given they're literally mm -hmm. like, like blood done. sweat and tears it's and then it's, like, done. it's our sunday <laughs> yeah and it's like for for them to just pull it out you might as well just you know Choose just run it yeah <laughs> and the other thing that makes me mad too is that the fact that like it, when they did this World Cup in Brazil, they also genderfied, um, like where these oh, stadiums were built, like, and there was also mm -hmm. a huge outcry for yeah. it. But it wasn't as like no one outcried as bad compared to this, because I guess it, it's affecting more people. But like, mm -hmm. if this was a huge deal, like if this really like, in terms of like what people are doing, like if what these countries are doing is messed up for this sport, 
and people should like say more things like you get what i'm saying like it shouldn't just happen it i feel like it always happens like the month or two before like everything just kind of piles <laughs> yeah, on but that's just how news works like it does it's no one's gonna report on it unless it's a hot story and i'm saying and so it's my, like and then my other but, problem is that like this is what happens when you put church and state together too and you get crazy rules like this it's a yep. muslim like government like that's it's, it's just bad things happen now you have to start accommodating for each other in very specific ways and it starts to feel like i'm being you know yeah. hindered you know rights wise so it's this is what happens like you just keep those separate let people have their beliefs and we wouldn't have these issues with like alcohol bans and people wearing hijabs or whatever the custom is that they need to obey could the u.s be next who knows find out in the next episode of three men in their show of thoughts